This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Last week, I put out an episode about love. And I got a lot of feedback from you guys about dating, relationships, and heartbreak. And while it's a topic I know a thing or two about, given I've been in a lot of different kinds of relationships and have seen it all, this episode is going to explore something a little more spicy. That's right, I'm talking about sex. So if you're under the age of 18, or my mom, please turn off this show, go back, and listen to a different episode on something a little more family-friendly, like running fast and far. That said, I'm curious to explore with you all what I know about sexuality. Hey guys, thanks for coming back to the show. I've noticed some spikes in downloads. It's pretty awesome to think that whatever I have to say on my little podcast resonates with any of you. So thanks for coming back. Today is going to be a little bit weird because I don't think I've ever really talked candidly or openly about this topic on my podcast. On my Instagram stories, yeah, I definitely go there or my Twitter. I wild out, but I usually keep it pretty clean here. So... Brace yourselves. And full disclosure, I don't really know what I'm talking about. This is just my experience with love and sexuality. And it's by no means advice because clearly I haven't figured it out for myself. So I'm just having a conversation. Um, Maybe some of it resonates with you. And yeah, we'll go from there. So sex. (laughs) Where do I begin? I'm going to go all the way back to how I learned about sex growing up. And some of you may know that I was raised in a new age religion. Some people consider it a cult, but people inside this religion don't consider it a cult. But long story short, in that religion, sex education was not really taught. We weren't really learning about the birds and the bees the way that maybe you would in a traditional scientific uh, upbringing. But at the same time, it was definitely something that we were aware of, of like, you know, male, female come together in a certain way, a baby happens. Um, So that said, it was definitely something that I was aware of. Um, I don't even know at what age I like figured it out. But my family had a lot of kids. We had five kids growing up, uh, my sisters and I. And it was pretty obvious that... um, You know, like we figured it out that somehow our parents came together and like suddenly we have this huge family. But this idea of sexuality was very quiet. It was not something that we talked about openly. If something like that came on on a movie and we're all watching it together, my parents were definitely awkward about it and would pretend like they didn't know what that was or, you know, we would like turn the TV off or something. So it was kind of like this thing that we knew about but didn't know details about. And that's where I think a lot of people then turn to their peers or their friends at school to learn what this is all about. And I had some friends that knew a lot of things. (laughs) So basically, I remember even going back as far as like eight years old, my best friend 
um, her mom had given her the scoop, had told her how it all works. And so I got my information secondhand from her. And I'll never forget being at sleepovers and just learning these things about boys and you know, coming from a family of all girls, we didn't know that boys were different than us. We didn't know they had different anatomy or things. It was just so foreign from us, like what guys were in general. So when I was learning about all these things and the differences between girls and boys, and it, it was very, very, very different and foreign from me. Um, so that said, I was definitely curious, but it was not like there was anyone to figure it out, like learn about it from like if I had had a brother or something. Um, so I didn't really even understand what was going on, you know, until I hit puberty. So it was always, um, this, you know, this thing that I knew I was going to get my period someday. And then that was a big sign of something different from girls and guys, meaning that, Girls have this ability to produce and have babies and therefore we have this big responsibility to protect ourselves because if you're not careful, suddenly a baby. And that's something that like kept me um, not too curious about exploring sexuality when I was in my teens. So I I never did anything that was like less than what like, I don't know, like innocent stuff um, when I was in high school, that was, it wasn't part of my, uh, high school experience. I was kind of goofy, awkward, you know, I wasn't like the sexy girl, so I didn't have that. That was just not part of my experience. Um, I mean, I have boyfriends and stuff in high school, but it wasn't like that. It was very innocent. Um, at least I consider it pretty innocent. Um, it was only until I came away to New York, ran away to New York City and started this new life for myself when I got my modeling contract and was living by myself here in New York at 18 years old that I really learned, (laughs) really learned what all that stuff is about. And I met my first real boyfriend here. Um, and honestly, like he kind of showed me this is how, this is how people in New York are. And he was really surprised of how lack, how much lack of knowledge I had with all that stuff or lack of experience, I should say. But in a weird way, I'm, I'm glad that I was kind of naive or kind of preserved in a way, not preserved in like a like weird old school virginal way, because I think that stuff is really antiquated and I don't think anyone should think of their think of their sexuality as something that they have to like save or any of that like suedo religion stuff you know like with like you want to save yourself to marriage I don't think about that I just like that it was kind of like new to me in kind of a um once I was ready to like go into you know being sexually active in my adulthood it was very fresh and exciting and it wasn't like I had already explored it in like what could have been negative ways because I think when I was so much younger and so much more immature, I wouldn't have known what I wanted or what I was looking for. And I think that I'm kind of glad that I came into my own a little bit of like learning who I was before I went out there and sought out what I was looking for in that way, if that makes any sense. Because I mean, 18 is still quite young, but it at least I didn't feel like, you know, a kid or something. Because I think there's something to be said about knowing yourself before you open yourself up in that way. Because... It's kind of a big deal. I don't know. Sexuality, it's it's something that like for me at least because I have a lot of emotions and stuff. I think I really wanted to make sure that I was ready to embark on this whole new chapter of my life, of my adulthood, my sexual awakening, if you will, um, in the right mindset. 
So once I felt ready, which I think came with knowing, once I had felt like I kind of met the right person to like open Pandora's box, uh, I did. <laughs> and, and to be totally blunt, um, I lost my virginity when I was 19 years old. Um, which is kind of late, I think, for some people. Um, but for me, it was like the right age. I actually look back and I'm like, that was the perfect age. And it was with the perfect person because it was someone that I, A, trusted, B, um, kind of knew the ropes so that I felt like, you know, it wasn't that awkward story that you hear about of like two people like not knowing what they're doing or something. It was like, this person kind of knew. Well, they they definitely knew. And so they showed me the way <laughs> and it was really like qu- quite fun. And I learned right off the bat what this is all about. And I was like, oh, that's how all of this works. Because I mean, up until that point, I kind of was guessing. So um, so then, you know, broke the seal, as they say, uh, started this new life of learning about that. And I definitely learned that once as a girl for at least for me a woman I should say I definitely tie strong um emotional connection with sexuality and I mean I have gone through phases in my life I've probably been sexually active for what like if I started in 19 and I'm 33 almost 33 I guess you know it's been like over a decade's worth of experience I think that I know something about myself and that's that I definitely have a strong emotional connection with people that I'm intimate with. And so over the years, you know, I've I've definitely experimented with that idea of like, can I have relationships where it's not as like, you know, serious and still be sexually active? Or what does it feel like to be in open relationships? Or what does it feel like to do this or that? You know, I've, I've tried different things out and I've definitely like not been um I've not been afraid to explore basically everything but it always kind of goes back to this idea of yeah I definitely tie a lot of emotions to the person the partner that I happen to be in a committed relationship with and like it intimately physical with and so knowing that about myself um through trial and error and experimenting and stuff I found that A lot of sexuality for me has to be built on trust and that you really have to be on the same page with the person that you decide to be physical with, at least for me. Um, And by that, I mean that if you're really going to practice, like kind of like train or like get good at that with someone specifically, it takes um, time and established connection. And I actually have this theory that like if you have sex with someone and it's really amazing the very first time when you hardly know each other, I have a theory that then from then on out, it's kind of like you're chasing that initial rush and that it's less likely to improve, whereas I'd rather it would start kind of good, but then not necessarily the best ever. And then you can just like build upon and like learn about that person in that way together. And I think that's that's amazing to even be in on someone's life in that way and like get to know them in that way. Because it's one thing to get to know someone cerebrally. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge starting line with somebody. Like I need to have that cerebral connection of knowing who they are on paper. I need to know who they, what kind of art they consume. I need to know what kind of 
things inspire and motivate and you know get them out of bed in the morning like what 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 excites them but then you know sexually if I'm going to add to that um I also want to know the same things but just you know in that physical unspoken way and so I think that it's like such a gift if you get to find someone and have the cerebral thing and then also match up with who they are sexually so and like grow with them in that way so that said um I guess going back to like what I had learned about intimacy and sexuality I definitely didn't realize that like that is such a huge part of it or like the idea of growing with someone in that way and using um intimacy as this this like unspoken agreement with somebody of like you know we know each other in this way but then out in the wild in the relationship um it's kind of like this like secret (laughs) this awesome secret that two people can share with each other and it doesn't need to be uh broadcasted but I think that like it's interesting how a strong sexual connection can seep out into other things in life like you know if you have that down that then simple domestic things like going and doing laundry together or going and getting coffee or whatever become a little bit more illuminated because you have this you're in on something you're like hey like like we know each other in this way (laughs) and so I, i don't know i think it's kind of like cool to see how sexuality can even continue outside of just like what happens between the sheets and um i kind of i live for that i love that and i think that for whatever reason, um, that's something that like I if I if I can be with someone intimately and establish that level of trust, that's in itself is amazing. But then to transcend that from you know the moments that we have in that way together to sharing connection outside of just sex and then like but have that as a reference point, that is the end all be all awesome thing about it, in my opinion. And um, sometimes I think about intimacy as something that I definitely crave. Like I love true intimacy or something that like is that bond that you have with someone and you give it all of your energy and it fuels you and makes you feel like you can do anything. It's almost like, you know, being on some kind of a drug or being, you know, high on adrenaline. And I actually equate that feeling to kind of how I feel when I've trained really hard or when I run really fast or finish a race and really get that time. I feel a similar feeling when I think about um, uh, intimacy. And so I think that's why I love love so much and why I love that added layer of love being a physical form of affection and intimacy. But that said, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm not like I said I explored love in different different ways and I've definitely done like the open relationship thing and I've done the thing where I've you know dated both monogamous and like very established like we are just only dating each other and then I've also had the more kind of like more casual thing but for me the casual stuff is hard because I do really want to have that builded slow burn momentum of like we're doing we're, we're working towards a bigger thing that it's harder to like uh dilute my bandwidth of energy like and having multiple multiple things going at the same time that just doesn't like come as naturally to me 
But I know people that it works for them and that's nice. But for me, I just think that I'm more of a, I'm more monogamous in that way. And that brings me back to um, how, how sobriety has actually taught me more about sex. Because on my last episode, I was talking about how I had uh, relapsed and I like in my sobriety, I came to find a lot of things about myself. And one of those things was running. But in sobriety, I also came to find um, sober intimacy or sober sex. And I think it's interesting to think how I didn't really know what that was like until I got sober. Like I didn't know what it was like to have like sexual, strong sexual relationships that were completely not under the influence or completely sober. And let me tell you, it's pretty amazing when you connect with someone in that way and, you know, <laughs> do the deed, but that also it's completely lucid and completely sober. It's scary and you definitely have to jump over a couple hurdles in the beginning because it can get kind of awkward. You're like, oh my God, like this is real. Ah, you're naked. Like I could definitely have been the awkward sober person who's like, this is so weird. But then you get over that and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Cool. And you wake up without a hangover and you're, I, if anything, I think sober sex is something that's been way better than anything I ever thought because they're so heightened aware you have this heightened awareness of sensation so yeah I would say that sobriety opened actually a lot of doors up with that stuff and like taught me more about sexuality because I was that much more aware and I had more time on my hands and more uh drive (laughs) because yeah anyway so yeah I think I think that like with both having these all these experiences with sexuality and learning about intimacy being entangled with emotions and how I desperately love the idea of being with one person and growing, having momentum and learning about one another, like sexually everything that like makes my partner tick or makes them um you know, like what they what they desire as well as share with them what I desire, which is a very vulnerable thing to do or like to open up in that way. Um, I definitely love and crave it. And I think that part of why I've been in so many relationships, not so many, but you know why I, I like these, like being in relationships versus just being single is because, you know, in being single, it's it's more likely that you're going to be just having like casual hookups if you're a very sexual person and so I've explained that to people when they're like why don't you just stay single for long periods of time and I'm like yeah 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 like I get that that's important to be able to be with yourself but the idea that um you know in being single it's harder to find that committed like longer established trust trust kind of sexual relationship and so that's maybe why also I kind of like love being in relationships is because then I have like that established thing with someone and yeah, it's not as risky because you've got your person and yeah. But I think that for now, I'm just kind of going with the wind and like, you know, I'm not in a relationship right now. So sex is kind of a funny thing because, you know, I don't have that like partner, but I'd like to. <laughs> That is the goal. I don't know if I'm going to meet that person on a dating app. That's the thing that I've been running into where it's like people on the apps, it's hard to kind of express what you're looking for. I try to be pretty blunt with people right off the bat. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely looking for a relationship, but without being too aggressive about it. But anyway, yeah. 
that's where I'm at. This was just an interesting conversation with myself, as usual, about sexuality. So if you have any takeaways or questions, throw them my way. I'm at Lucy Beatrix, L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X on Instagram. I'll be curious to hear what you guys have to say about sex. I tried to be, um, I guess, PG-13 about it. Like, I didn't get too graphic. So maybe next time that'll be what the episode will dive a little deeper. Um, But until then, just be fast. Just win. Just win.